Welcome, everybody, to episode 154 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's date is July 6th, 2014, and our episode today is on Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Uh, of course, the another UBR framework game from, from Ubisoft. Uh, does anyone, anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Wildstar. Wildstar. Do, or do we want to do an episode on Wildstar? I thought... I, meant to mention that before we even started uh, but. if we do it should probably be like a month from now okay after we've had some time with it yeah okay yeah All we right. could talk about our initial experience with with wildstar a i forgot bit i played that yeah anyone else have anything you want to tease i, think I that... played civilization revolution 2 on my phone nice uh, that just came out i also play i've been playing a ton of hearthstone um in lieu of Valiant Hearts, I didn't play much Valiant Hearts at all. Sorry, guys, but uh, Come on. Hearthstone, Hearthstone got me by the by the nuts and wouldn't let me go all weekend. Okay, I have nothing to tease for me, later. Me either, Dan. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of video game time. Come on, guys. This week, but that, I mean, partially because I've been doing some some studio. Um, I, not improvements, but I, I rotated everything. So if the volume sounds different or if the, the recording sounds a little different, I'm actually using my gaming desktop computer to record the podcast and my laptop that used to record the podcast is now the Skype machine. So, um, I'm still tinkering with it and working out the, the kinks and stuff. So if it sounds a little different that that's why I actually what? think generally it sounds better. Plus so Will's far. voice got deeper. Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you will notice if you're in the chat is that there, Dan's the the Binghamton Studios camera is much clearer than uh, it once was. Yeah, the computer that I had the Skype that that I ran uh, Skype from before was like it's like it's an eight year old Dell computer that had Linux on it. So you know none of the drivers or anything like that were official for the webcam and stuff. So uh, so the you know the, the obviously my laptop is a windows laptop and it's got a hd screen and hd capabilities and everything so it should it should look a lot better maybe i shouldn't have worn short shorts too you can see actually see them now you know my my breezy short shorts <laughs> you look great dan thank you well you know it's it's been Handsome. hot it's been hot down here so i figured i eh, wear, wear short shorts that and i don't have anything clean but anyway let's get into the episode uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, developed by Ubisoft Montpelier and published by Ubisoft, uh, uses the UBR framework engine, much like Child of Light or the Rayman Legends and Origins games. Uh, it's available, available for PC, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. It takes place during World War One and follows the stories of four characters as they try to reunite a German soldier with his love. It was actually inspired by... Uh, letters that were actually written during World War One, which I thought was cool. Uh, story is Carl, a German living in France, was uh, gets deported at the outset of World War One because he's a German. Obviously, they in France had expected war. 
Uh, he's forcibly separated from his wife and child because of that. Carl is drafted into the German army, uh, and his father-in-law, Emil, is drafted into the French army. Emil gets captured early, early on and is forced to cook for the German army. Joining the group later are Freddy, an American uh, who is fighting for the French army, and Anna, who is a Belgian veterinary student who is also a battlefield nurse. Uh, so those are the kind of the characters that you play as in the game. It's a puzzle adventure game, too. Uh, so it's got some light puzzles and some light uh, light action sequences, too. Uh, it's really more of a, more of an interactive comic book, I guess is how you would describe it. Um, I think I saw that some other place, that it's an interactive comic book. So uh, mechanics, you control your character. There's that. button. Uh, you, there's a button for manipulation, talking, and picking things up. Uh, and then Emil has a dog as a companion. Uh, and there's a dog mode button, which allows Emil to... Uh, command the dog to help him, you know, to complete various tasks. Tasks. So fetch. Uh, one of the coolest things about it is that they teamed up with the documentary Apocalypse World War One. Uh, so whenever you're doing something in the game, uh, you could call up a, a menu that will give you access to historical facts as well as pictures, uh, which give you context for for what you're doing in the game. That's a really really neat feature if you're you know kind of interested in what's what's going on in the game you just uh on the xbox controller which i use on my pc i think it's y brings up the menu where you can look at your both the stuff you collect and the and the historical tie-ins for the game so so there's that uh will let's start with you what do you think of valiant hearts i love valiant hearts i should say i played and beat it well done yeah um yeah so it's around seven hours length to uh, I before this uh, episode, I listened to the Dan Carlin Hardcore History on World War One. So you know, I got you know some knowledge about World War One, which uh, is a very brutal war, and I didn't realize that because it gets overshadowed by World War Two. So mm-hmm. going into it, like I knew a lot of the stuff they're talking about for the first like half of the war, like the Battle of the Marne and stuff like that. So I was really fascinated mm-hmm. uh, playing through this game, and it, it helps a lot. It helps a lot to understand, and like the history, historical facts were really a nice touch to that too. Um, and I really liked the characters. I got kind of attached. It was a very sad game. I liked being able to read the diaries and the in mm-hmm. the uh, menu of all the different characters, and it was. I really loved the game mm-hmm. from what I played. Okay, yeah, nice. All right, Eric, what do you think of Alien Hearts? I don't like it very much. No? No. Uh, it's just not for me. Right. I think it's a good game. It's just not a game for Eric. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Well, it's it's along the lines of, like, a Walking Dead, kind of. That's it's, not it's, why it's... I don't like it, though. Okay. I, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't like it because you have to read, and if I have to read anything, I don't <laughs> like it. Okay. Um... I think it's cool that they give you history. I'm just not, I'm not really into history that much anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not too much reading. I don't want to give the impression it is. I just don't want any reading. Right. <laughs> I'd rather everything was read for me because I'm lazy <laughs> and I just don't like to read. Mm-hmm. But um, I like the way it looks more than anything else about the game. Yeah. I don't know. It just hasn't really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. I really was hoping that I was going to really like get into the characters and the story and everything, and it just it hasn't grabbed me. Okay. But I will say I do think it's it's probably a good game for a lot of people. Right. Just not for me. Gotcha. Um, but I am still going to play it and beat it. I don't mm. know how close I am. I'm probably near the end of chapter two or so. Okay. Yeah, you you are. Yeah. So. But uh, I I do like that they give you the the facts about 
World War One and and the the diaries and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just hate doing that right. so much in the game. <laughs> right. It's all my laziness is really the reasons I don't like this game. Uh, okay. And I've been very frustrated with some of the puzzles because I d- I just don't think it's smooth the yeah. way that some of them are done. Well, I'd read someplace that someone like you would get the same if you just watch someone play like a flawless playthrough of Absolutely. it. You would, you would get the exact same, you would get all the emotion of it and not actually have to actually like, play like play the game, you know? That's true. I, I actually would probably enjoy watching somebody play this game more than actually playing it myself. Yeah. That's I, I, I saw that a couple places. Yeah. So no, that's, that's a good way to describe this game for me. Okay. What about you, Corey? What'd you, th- what'd you think of Valiant Hearts? Yeah, in my in my limited uh, experience with it, which was me late on Fourth of July uh, after drinking a lot of IPAs, um, I think it's a good it's a good tribute in in representation to World War One. But as a video game, I don't really want to spend the time to play it. Um, it was it was also hard for me to play it because like. Like Will, you know, I had been listening to the Dan Carlin series on World War One. Which, if you're not familiar with with Dan Carlin, he's an excellent historian who does his his stuff in podcast form. Uh, and right now, what does he put out? One maybe once a month, every other month, yeah, a month and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, well, he's doing World War One right now, and it's uh, as Will said, a very brutal war. And and when I'm playing it in this video game form, it's. I don't want to say it trivializes the violence because, like I said, it, it pays tribute to it. But it's it's hard for me to sit and enjoy it as a video game. You know what I mean? Like my my brain is functioning on a different level than it is if I'm playing, uh, you know, any other video game really. Yeah. Because I have all that other stuff in the back of my head, and I just, I can't tune that stuff out long enough to to look at the game and treat it as a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got yeah, it. I see what you're saying. It does it does a better job as you get later on in the game of making you of representing the horrors that that happened during World War One. How long did you play? Uh, like an hour. I'm not saying it didn't represent them well and, oh, okay. and trivialize. Like that's what I was I was trying trying to be careful not to say that because mm-hmm. I think it does do a good job of that. But it, I can't I can't play this as a video game and think of it as a video game. I'm thinking it thinking of it more as a you know uh homage to to world war one and you know the soldiers and all the people that died and and all the horrors and everything like that okay i see Um, what you're saying so so because of that i i don't know i don't want i don't i can't really sit through it um so far i'll probably give it a little more time but i do really enjoy you know the the history uh facts that you can pop up and read and you know understand a little bit more about what's going on and all that stuff. I, I do enjoy that part of it. A lot of them are, are pictures that they took and, and colored like later. Which yeah. I, which I thought was cool. It is. It's it's very cool. Mm-hmm. But that's that's my limited experience so far. Again, I don't want to uh you know sound act like an expert here because I have I've only given it like an hour. Right. But Okay. Yeah, I probably played I would guess about three or three and a half hours. If I had to guess I'm about halfway through are you on, you're on chapter two? Yeah. Uh, so far, I really like it. Um, I haven't really come across anything alike. I, I do see uh, I, I see the point that, that people would like to watch a, a full playthrough. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, some of the puzzle stuff, like, doesn't really feel necessary. A lot of it, um, I felt like. But it, 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 and maybe it even takes away from the story a little bit. Um, but yeah. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't really, like, 
thought like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not digging this because, because I really have so far. Um, obviously the art style and music are fantastic. I, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it looks really cool. It looks like a, like you're playing a comic book, it, but which is the sweet. music specifically, I think is even better than the way it looks. Yeah. I think the music's great. Yep. Yeah, it is. Um, one of the things I like about it and I don't, I don't know, maybe Corey will, will notice this when he gets there, but it, the Ubisoft Montpelier is the same studio that did Rayman mm-hmm. origins legends and the, the, the driving stages. Uh, they they tie in the action of what you're doing in in on the driving stages to to the music like like the music levels on Rayman Legends. Uh, I thought that that's kind of kind of cool how they did that. I actually really liked the driving stages. Yeah, they were cool. That was fun. Um, those are some of the the action sequences that you do in the game. Again, it's light action. It's not it's not anything that's like really hard uh, thus far. Um, but that's one of the one of the gameplay elements, and the music's in really good in those too. Yes, it is, and like I said, you're the the on screen action kind of goes along with the music mm-hmm. and and syncs up with the music, which is really fun. And one of the things I liked most about the the music levels on on Rayman Legends, so um, that was really cool. Uh, I, I really like the story and the characters too. Uh, they don't really talk. We should say that, uh, Eric mentioned that there's a lot of reading, but, uh, they, they'll use like one or two words that you can hear. And then the rest is the West, the rest of the way they communicate is like mumbles kind of. Um, so you kind of have to, um, not put words into their mouth, but you kind of have to. Uh, guess what the fill what, in the blanks yeah yeah exactly <laughs> fill in the blanks that's a good way to put it the narrator's um, good though like when he kind of in between um missions. chapters yep. or missions within chapters he kind of fills in a little backstory he's yep. really good yeah that that I those parts are cool that. and that's uh, again that's uh, it's done in like a comic book style mm-hmm. uh and you're absolutely right those those are really well done um i also as i said before i love the historical tie-in um i, I you know I'm a big history fan, so that that's really it gives real world context for like what you're doing in a video game. Uh, so so if you're not familiar with World War One, and I'm not super familiar with World War One, I'm way more familiar with World War Two. Uh, but because of I listened to the Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, I think it's Blueprint for Armageddon. Yeah, he's got th- three episodes that are like what three hours each, maybe. They're three hours each. They're pretty he's, long. He's working. He only covered up to 1915. To yeah, when those three episodes, and he's got he's got another three years, three years to cover. <laughs> So that that's that's a really cool thing about it. But yeah, I mean, so I fully intended on having it beaten, but with all the the stuff we're working on in the house, and and Fourth of July was this past weekend too, so I didn't have have enough time to beat it. But hopefully, within the next couple of days, I'll be able to beat it. But yeah. yeah, I really like it so far. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping Ubisoft keeps doing those kinds of games. Uh, Child of Light is a similar similar type of game. Yeah, I hope they keep doing stuff like that because. I think those are their their some of their better games, you know. Uh, have they sold well? I don't know. I think Valiant Hearts has sold kind of well. Yeah, I don't know about Child of Light. I never heard anything. Yeah, but it, I mean, it didn't cost them very much to make the two games either. So that's true. You know, and they're all sold digitally, so they don't have to manufacture anything. Yeah, uh, which is good. I, I hope they kind of keep making games in the UBR framework engine. I do too. So, cause yeah. And you know, like, like Eric said, he's not a huge fan of it, but, uh, child of light, you really like, well, too, I can you know? appreciate it for yeah. what it is. I just, I, I know <laughs> that it's just not for me right? necessarily. Yeah. I realize definitely see why somebody would like it. Uh-huh. Um, it's really just my laziness. Right. That's basically it. Yeah. 
Uh, and there's also collectibles in the game too. So if you go through and play it, it's got, I guess, a little replay value. I can't really see you wanting to collect all of them. Well, no, I don't see the need to play it again after you after no. you beat it. Yeah. I have found the need to collect everything while I'm playing it, but like, yeah, I agree, I wouldn't want to play it again. Go back yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's kind of the way I felt about Child of Light. I'll, I'll play it again down the road. You know, maybe in a few years to revisit. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so far I really like it. Will, I'm glad glad you beat it. So you could. Was it sad? The last mission, it's pretty sad. If you like the characters and care about the characters, you're gonna not. You're gonna be sad during the last uh, playable mission. Oh man. Yeah, it's. Uh, Did you cry? No, because I'd never really cry. But if I was a little softer, maybe. So I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you cry during two of the? Yeah, you cried. Oh yeah, I wet. So did I. Two you, moon. you. I mean, it's not as sad as in that as that is, but right. uh, you might shed a tear. Okay. And if you really like the characters, that is. I do so far. Yeah. So yeah, you might then. I okay. like the characters too. I just I'm just not into them as much as as Will, I guess. Yeah. A lot of the moments for the reason that I really like the game come in like chapter end of chapter two, three, and four. So my okay. favorite playable character has probably been Anna. I like doing the healing. Yeah, the, yeah. those are pretty cool. Yeah, the the medical uh, missions are fun with her. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot more Anna. Yeah. Coming up too. So. A lot of the reviews, I said that a lot of people said Anna was was their favorite character in yeah. the game. So, yeah, I like the dog. Do you? <laughs> yeah, and when I clicked, because I bought it on PS4, but I didn't feel like playing on PS4 because I wanted Netflix going at the same time for some background noise. So I bought it on Steam too, and I clicked it, and one of the tags was dog, like the first tag. Nice. So I was like, oh, there's a dog in this game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I found that funny. Yeah, the dog's like a, a war dog, a German Shepherd, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Did they did they give a name for the dog? I don't think they did. Yeah, because they never bring it up ever either. Because well, I don't want to spoil anything for a later chapter. But there's a moment like when Emil mentions something, but he doesn't bring up the dog. Mm. So okay, but he's your partner in crime during it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on Valiant Hearts? Mm-mm. Corey? No, I don't think so. All right. Should we take a break, or do we want to get right into uh, Nimble Bits? Let's keep running. Yeah, let's keep, keep going. It going yeah, let's keep it going. This is probably going to be a short episode. Uh, it's been a been a busy week. Uh, I should and, say, too, Dan, I've been in a real gaming funk. Have you? That could be part of why I didn't like this game as much. Okay. I, I meant see to that. say that. I could see that. But I yeah. And I blame it completely on the World Cup. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Just, with just, me. just want to watch soccer. Happens with me in the NHL playoffs. Watch him play soccer. Right. Yeah. Well, through video game. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to get the impression I'm actually playing soccer. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Uh, Corey, you want to get started with Nibble Bits? I would love to, only because I realized I did not tweet a single Nibble Bit this week. Okay. So I apologize for that. Uh, usually I have at least one, uh, but I do not. With the holiday and everything going on, I just got caught up in the in the fun of the weekend. Right. Okay. How dare you? Yeah. All right. I'll go first then. Uh, I only have one nibble bit too. Um, um, you know, like I said, tough week. These guys. Uh, I know. New New Oculus Rift development kits will be begin shipping this month to the forty five thousand people who pre ordered them. Some could receive their units as early as July 14th, uh, but nearly half of the pre-orders will be arriving sometime in July, and the rest will come 
at some point in August. So if you are one of the people that pre-ordered a dev kit, it should be should be coming pretty soon. Uh, I guess they went for about 350 bucks too, which is not too bad. No, not too I think bad. we're hoping what 300 for uh, Oculus Rift when it when it releases to consumers. Fuck that! I'm hoping for Morpheus. Morpheus. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm probably gonna go. I'm pro- I'll probably get Oculus instead of Morpheus. Well, I can see why. You but would. only because. Well, I mean, it it all depends on what happens with No Man's Sky. If No Man's Sky is Morpheus, I'm gonna get Morpheus too. Um, just because that game... That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, it was funny, though. Listening to Giant Bomb, they had a dev kit for Oculus Rift. Uh, the Sean Murray, the, the I don't know if he's the head or the owner of, of Hello Games, was saying that they they made a laptop and they put, they put a laptop in a backpack and wore the Oculus Rift, but they modeled their studio in it and i guess somehow the oculus had i don't know if it had some sort of gps thing on it but they were they strapped themselves into the oculus rift with the you know laptop in their in their backpack and just ran around as fast as they could in their studio and didn't crash into anything because they were you know they could see their studio built into oculus rift that's pretty cool yeah i thought that was awesome And, and it was funny because they they had uh palmer lucky who was the owner ceo of of oculus uh, and he said, you know, I guess Hello Games didn't get in trouble, but they got reprimanded by Oculus. Uh, and he <laughs> oh, said, well, I listened to that. Yeah, he said, well, you know, we don't really like it when people do dangerous things like that. And they told the story of they were going to take a picture, uh, Sean Murray of Hello Games, him and him and another guy, uh, driving their cars into each other wearing the Oculus. And they were going to say, if you die in Oculus, you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> And Palmer Lucky's like, eh, I don't know. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, Oculus Rift dev kits should be should be coming this month. So, I keep hearing little bits and pieces about Morpheus being better than Oculus. Yeah. Almost in every facet, mm-hmm. even if it's just slightly. It's more focused, I think. They say it feels better to wear too. I could see that. For, you know, I don't know if it's a finished product. Probably not, but right. I you can know, see that. Okay. Whatever. All right, uh, Will, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Uh, my first Nibble Bit is that Battlefield 4 is getting some new DLC. It's called uh, Dragon's Teeth. It got leaked on uh, by a tweet by Origin. They weren't supposed to say that it was coming out quite yet, but the release date is July 15th if you are a Battlefield 4 premium user, so that means you get it two weeks early. Um, this, again, this is all leaked. Uh, they haven't announced it yet. I'm assuming if Origin tweeted it by accident and then it got deleted right away, that it was probably it's probably true. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, if you've got uh, premium for Battlefield Four, you'll get uh, the Dragon's Teeth DLC on July 15th. I don't know what it includes. I didn't care enough to look it up too much. Battlefield Four still doesn't work. Buy our DLC. Exactly. Still don't have our game fixed, <laughs> but you know, whatever. We'll throw out more paid DLC. I, I just can't. I don't know why they're still doing this. I... It. It boggles the mind. It really does. Yeah. Who's buying it? Like, oh, I guess if you already had the season pass, but like, who's just going to buy that now as a single DLC? I can't. I mean, even if you're hardcore Battlefield, like, it doesn't work like it should. Why would you? That's just me. Why it's would you so spend money on it? Frustrating. Yeah. Why would you spend more money on it? Yeah, just to like, that just sends the wrong message mm-hmm. in every way. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't even join or make a squad, you know, pre-game and then go into a game together, which is ridiculous. Which is like the most fun part of that game. Yeah, is having a squad with people you know, 
so driving you, around in tanks. So and you shit. can work as a team. Right. It's yeah. literally impossible to join a friends game. It's impossible. Yeah. It's sad because I really like Battlefield, but I don't know. Probably I'm not interested in getting Hardline. Definitely not going to get the next Call of Duty, even though I've said this the last like three years. No, we're not doing it this year. We're not. Nope. All right, we're not Ma- doing make it, it. There's there's way too many like really good things that are coming out this fall to waste your money on Call of Duty, Duty. And, and Battlefield well, so I Hardline. Got- First person shooters, I got the Halo Master Chief collection to look forward to. Oh, yeah, you're going to have plenty of gaming to do. First person shooter gaming. Yeah. This reminds me, I could get an Xbox One with my next paycheck if I want. Hmm? I wouldn't. See, I'm going to. What do you need it for? Well, I'm going to get the Halo collection anyway at some Why point. Why do you wait? Year. I'm sure they're going to put a sick bundle out. That's like, remember point. how you got your Halo Xbox 360? That's a good point. That's They'll probably point. put something nice out. Yeah. So just save it. Just put the paycheck aside and save it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because I mean, what, what what would you buy like before then for if for Xbox One? I'd have to look. I haven't really looked at it yet. Yeah, I don't I, know that they have any exclusives. They, really, they don't really have a whole lot. Sunset Overdrive will probably be out before that, but yeah, I mean, did you play Rise? Not really. I would play Rise and Dead Rising. That's really it. I mean, if you're not itching to play those games, there's really not any reason. Yeah, I mean, I have Titanfall on the computer, so I wouldn't need Titanfall. You don't need that anyway. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I mean, you probably at very least get like a cool limited edition controller. Yeah, you know that's true. I didn't even think of that when they'll do something cool like that for sure. It's supposed to come out right before Christmas too, right? Holidays, yep. So I'm yeah. sure they'll do something. Oh neat. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys talked me talked me out of getting one right now. So you, don't, you don't need one. That's right good. Now. Thank you. Um. Mine's an ESPN machine. Thanks to Corey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks to Corey. Good yeah. job, Corey. Uh, <laughs> my next one is you can sign up for the Evolve PC Alpha now. Turtle Rock and uh, mm. Publisher 2K are holding a uh, very limited alpha testing in July, but if you sign up, there's a chance you could get in. I should do that. Yeah, you guys should definitely do that and let me play it. You can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that much interest in it, but I'll, I would be happy to give it a try. I am hugely interested in Evolve. It's winning a lot of awards. Are you yes. going to get it, Will? For PS4? Probably. God, we should just play it. We should. Let's just do it. What? What's the release date for it? Do you know? October? Yeah. Damn it. It looks so good. There's, there's so, <laughs> so much lo- coming out in Did October. you watch any gameplay of it? Yeah. Um, Didn't do it for you? No. Really? I, I'm... I feel like if if four of us got it... Yeah. Corey. The teamwork ask, aspect of it like could be so fun. Yeah. I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we'll we'll reevaluate when we get there. But well, I am getting it regardless. But I think uh, because I think I'm going to push back Far Cry. Oh uh, really? Yeah, because I I don't think I'm going to get it right away because I want to get it for PC. Ubisoft has a really bad track record with PC games. That's true. Um, Just get it for PS4. So because uh, then you can do the co-op thing too. Yeah. I don't like really. I don't think I like playing shooters on on with a controller anymore. After after playing on uh, Titanfall specifically on computer, breaking my heart. Damn. <laughs> well, because I played you know the Destiny Alpha, yeah, uh, and it was it it was hard. Damn. Because I got used to the PC controls. Not hard, damn. It's <laughs> hard for me. I mean, I'm not that good at shooters anyway. Yeah. None of us here are. You are, Will. Yeah. I think if you put even the most minimal effort into it, you're pretty good. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'd argue. All right. I think I suck, but that's neither here nor there. You should right. get Far Cry, Dan, for the PS4. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not thrilled with Ubisoft. With their, I'd rather their, you got Evolve. They're bullshit with Watch Dogs. 
Oh yeah, that's pretty still not working. But think about this: they put out Child of Light, and I know Valiant that's the only Hearts. reason I'm I'm considering buying any more <laughs> they of their games. St- they should stop doing AAA games for PC. Yeah, they uh, stop or release ones that actually work, work right. well. Put them out, done. How yeah. do they put a game out that's not working well? I don't uh, get it. I don't know. Do they not have people testing it? Because they're true to the consolers. True. Yeah. Console, console for life. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and my last one is Lindsay Lohan is say, uh, suing Take-Two Interactive <laughs> and Rockstar Games for basing character Lacey Jones off of her. Uh, this is Grand Theft Auto Five, by the way. Uh, she says the developers incorporated her image, likeness, clothing outfits, and clothing line products in the game. Uh, the mission that you see her is an escort mission where you must escape the paparazzi, and her in-game dialogue portrays her as a famous actress with an eating disorder. That's she's probably de- a lot of actresses. She, she's desperate, right? I mean, oh, yeah. well, yeah, she's a wreck. For, she's gonna for die attention. soon. She's gonna overdose or kill herself or something for right. sure. That's sad. And I don't even think it's money. <laughs> Not really. I don't, even think, I don't even think it's money. I think it's I think it's attention. Yeah, yeah. She's just a wreck of a human. Yeah. She just went off the rails, you know? Yeah. Isn't her dad kind of an ass, too? I think she her whole family's with... messed up. Yeah. Corey went to college with her brother. What? You did, Corey? Mikey Lohan. What did I do? You went to college with Mike, Mikey Lohan? Uh, I did, yeah. Did you ever meet him? Couple times. Was he normal? Uh, I wanted to. I wanted him to be a douchebag, but he was actually all right. He was a pretty nice guy. Yeah, but was he normal? Did he seem like he had some real shit buried underneath? Not really. No. Damn it. Well, I mean, a lot of the guys I went to college with seemed that way. So <laughs> right, that was normal. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That was my last one. All right. I'm. I have no love for Grand Theft Auto, but. That's kind of that, sucks. That is pretty stupid because they like to do a bunch of satirical stuff in that game too. So yeah, don't get your. It's like, does she really feel like people are going to see her any worse than they already do because of this? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how it's going to tarnish her image. Right. That's already just brutal. Yeah, it's in the turlet. Yeah. She needs to hire a new PR person. If, if anything, like, didn't everybody forget about her? Yeah. Well, that's I why I think she's doing it for attention. Yeah, exactly. I remember. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a time when she was pretty attractive. Yeah. Um, mean Girls. Yeah, well. Still haven't seen that movie. A couple years later. It's still a classic. Will, you haven't seen... You watch Pretty Little Liars every day and you haven't seen Mean <laughs> I don't Girls, watch it ever. First of all, I don't... actually good. Is that movie actually good? Because yeah. Uh, yeah. all the girls my age quote that movie all the time and me and my guy friends have no idea what they're saying. So... Are you, it's a great is, movie. It, is it on Netflix? I think uh, so. It might be. I think it is. I think so too. Maybe I'll watch it. You're gonna watch it. <laughs> My turn. Your turn. No. Uh, the Wolf Among Us is gonna conclude uh, with episode five on July eighth. So when you're listening to this, it might already be out. Um, for five dollars, you will get Cry Wolf. That's the last episode of the series. I've been waiting for this to come out because I got the season pass for dirt cheap. Um, so now that actually, I think might be the next thing I play. Nice. Um, before, if, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to get Last of Us for PS4 or not, but uh, I'm going to try and beat Valiant Hearts, and then I'll probably play Wolf Among Us after that. Okay. Um, so yeah, hopefully, I, I know one of our listeners is Michael in Minnesota, a huge fan of the Wolf Among Us, and uh, Jared in the Brooklyn studios with Corey, also a big fan. Nice. So, 
I'm looking forward to trying that. I hope I like it more than I like Walking Dead. Yeah. We'll see. We're trying to figure out, too, if uh, if the Destiny beta, if you're going to be able to transfer your characters, we're trying. Because we, I think we all agreed that we don't want to spend too much time on it if you're just going to lose your character. It's going to be hard for me not to, though. Yeah. When's the start again? Uh, I think it's like the seven, 17th. Yeah. 10 days. 16th. I looked it up. That's coming up. Yeah. So... All right, and my last one. Sid Meier's Civilization Beyond Le- Beyond Earth is launching October 24th for $50, and PC is the only current platform it has been announced for. I'm jealous of that. I can't wait. For That's that a series game. I've always wanted to get into. I just never had the, the PC capabilities. It's like crack. You could probably place like Civ 4 on that. I don't think so. Really? Maybe. Not even 4? Maybe. I think I looked. I'm not sure. Okay, Civ 5, probably not. Civ 5, I did look. And I couldn't. Okay. Because you know what? I could run it on my laptop, but it ran like ass. Yeah. It didn't run, basically. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, there was one other nibble bit nobody tweeted that maybe I thought we ought to yeah. briefly touch on. Let's go. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition, the first like openly gay kind of main character. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I think it's... Well, for us, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we don't care Because we're much. accepting of that. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> but for some people... That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. That's why none of you were like, oh, yeah, because we don't care. Right. But I thought maybe we ought to just bring it up. Yeah, it's 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 fine. It's whatever. Uh, you know, I like to see uh, video games kind of mirror real life with all sorts of uh, people. So... Yeah. Yeah, none of us... None I'm of interested us were... to see how they're going to... Like, get that across that he's gay. Yeah. Like, what they're going to do with that. Yeah. See, I always thought there was gay characters, but I think there was bisexual characters yeah. in, in Mass Effect and Dragon Age. And I, I thought they were just gay, but they weren't. I think they were bisexual. You could... Cortez. You could attract them. Well, he wasn't a main character, though. Right. Do you um, think I'm trying that to... it'll be more than just being able to, like, have a relationship with the same sex and they'll get into, like, maybe some cut scenes with... You know. They've already had those. Have they? Yeah. In, in Dragon Age? Mass Effect and Dragon Age, okay. both, I think. I just um, never stick with games long enough to yeah. play them. Uh, was it Caden that could be? Both. Yeah. But, again, not not gay, but bisexual, because you could attract him as male or as, as a female. Uh-huh. So. Oh. Yeah. Guess we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That's it for me, Dano. Okay. How was your week, Eric? Good. Uh, I don't think I did too awful much. Just been paying attention to the World Cup. I haven't been able to watch too much this week, which sucks, but, uh, the U.S. got knocked out, so that's sad news. That was, uh, I had a blast at the bar, Tom and Marty's in Binghamton. That was a really good time. A ton of people there. It was hotter than hell. Uh, they didn't play great. They definitely got outplayed. Except for... Except for the goalie, Tim Howard. Yeah, except for Tim Howard. <laughs> Holy shit. I have never seen a better performance from a goalie, honestly, in, in any sport, really, because I think goalie in soccer is probably the most difficult goalie to play. The net is so big. I don't yeah. think people realize it until you actually stand in that net, and isn't you're like, it, how does anybody ever stop a shot? Isn't it like 20 feet wide or I something don't know. like huge. that? It's humongous, however big it is. But uh, <laughs> he played so well. He actually broke the record for saves in a game. Um that game could have easily been seven to nothing. <laughs> really could have. I'm not even exaggerating. Wow. Um, he played out of his mind. 
Um, the team played good enough, I thought. I think they were afraid to get hit on the counterattack, which they should have been because that's how Belgium scores. But uh, as much as we got dominated, we should have won the game in the 93rd minute of extra time. Our guy just blew it. Just blew it. I don't know if Cor- I think Corey saw. I don't know if either Will or Dan. No, I, I mean the only thing I, I saw from it was like a highlights of all the saves. Yeah. I, I don't Howard know if made. it was off a corner kick or a free kick or something, but anyway, the ball went in. I think the goalie may have knocked it up into the air, and Jermaine Jones, one of our midfielders, headed the ball back across the net, and it dropped right to the foot of one of our strikers who had just come off the bench, and he just put it over the net. I have no idea how he even got it over the net from that angle, but he had just an open net, and it's just Blew missed. It. Poor guy heartbroken yeah just devastated but they gave a good effort man they were just outmatched in that game you know they just didn't couldn't match up which is fine this this is a stepping stone for them oh it is absolutely they got some good young guys and uh i think it was a good year for for soccer in the united states for sure it's definitely getting more popular it's good to see where's the 2018 world cup supposed to be russia Uh, oh oh boy that should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, here's the good thing about that, though. The the host city's team makes it automatically. Oh, gotcha. Russia's not very good, oh. so we don't really have to worry about that. Like, this year was Brazil. Uh-huh. They're awesome. They were going to make it regardless. Right. Uh, Tito in the chat actually brought up a, a free kick that we had that could have tied the game. It got into extra time. Belgium scored two in extra time. Two really good goals off of counterattacks. And then we scored just a beautiful goal from our real young guy who was kind of a controversial player that made the team because he's only 18, I think, and he barely ever played for his team. But he plays for a real prominent club over in – he plays for Bayern Munich in Germany oh, okay. for, like, their second team. Um, but he came on as a sub, and Michael Bradley put a great ball into him, and he – it was a volley. didn't even hit the ground. It was – Really, really good shot. I did see that goal. Yeah, real he, nice it, goal. From behind, he passed it from behind. Yeah, just kind of dropped he, it over his he, shoulder. And he kicked, that was awesome. Yeah, it was a great goal. So it was two to one, and we had a free kick, and it was it's a set play, is what they call them, and they work on these in practice. And I have literally never seen a set play work so well. And all Clint Dempsey had to do was just chip it up over the goalie. I know it's hard when in the heat of the moment to do that, but God, it was so close. We came so close twice. But yeah, to no avail. But they played good. I'm, yeah. I, I was proud of them. Okay. Um, other than that, I don't think uh, I got too much going on. I'm just in a big video game funk right now. It's that time like of I the said. year. Well, too. I've just like said the World Cup is. I've been all about that, and I've just been playing FIFA mm-hmm. nonstop. It's the only thing I can really get into right now. Okay. It's not a good thing. Right. A because I don't play anything else, and B I just get so pissed off. All right. Constantly. That game pisses me off so much. I've been watching uh, a stream of these FIFA tournaments, and this this British dude, he plays a lot like I do, and uh, I feel his pain so much when I watch him play, and he gets so angry. (laughs) And I feel like all the same shit that happens to me is happening to him. Yeah. And he's actually pointed out some things that the way the other people play that I didn't notice myself that really makes me pissed off. Because you can have the AI help you defend which I never do. I always try to do it myself. Yeah. And he just was pointing out how often people do that and it's a lot easier. Okay. But I don't know. Not as frustrating. 
Well, it's just kind of like it's just like a cheap cheap way out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, are you gonna have the computer do it for you? You know what I mean? The computer knows what the opponent's gonna do already. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like well, I mean, yeah. you're already at a disadvantage there. Like the other player doesn't know what you're gonna do, but if he marks the middle and lets the AI defend you, it's you're at a huge disadvantage. But right. You can do it too, but you have to live with yourself afterwards. Right, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. I have a little day. more pride than that. More self-respect. A little self-respect. Nice. But uh, gotcha. that's it for me, Dan. Enough soccer talk. Okay. Will, what about you? What do you got going on? Uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about uh, any of the hockey moves our team's made. Sure. Uh, we can get into that. Buffalo probably made the most oh, yeah. moves. Well, they had to. They didn't have a choice <laughs> because they were like $20 million under the cap floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can't do that. No. <laughs> they had to sign some players. So, yeah, they, they brought in uh, brought Matt Molson back. I was surprised to see he was willing to come back, but I, I guess he, he said that he really liked playing there and his family really liked Buffalo, so I'm, I'm sure the wife had something to say about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why she liked Buffalo is beyond me. Um, it's not quite as cold as Minnesota. True. It's still awful. <laughs> The weather's terrible. There's nothing to do. Right. <laughs> it's a dump. Like like the rest of upstate. It's it's not just Buffalo, though. It's but all of upstate New York. His $25 million contract goes a lot further in Buffalo than a lot of other places. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm glad he came back. He played really well for the Sabres. Mm-hmm. And they need, I don't know if he's a marquee guy, but I, for the Sabres, he's, he's probably their marquee guy. As I said, he's going to look really good on a line with McDavid and Eichel. I hope they can get McDavid. <laughs> I, yeah, like Dan said, though, they're not going to suck this year. I think they're still going to be pretty bad. I think a top 10 pick. I, I don't know if it will be a top 5 again. Uh, if there's any way that they can can get in the top 5 and the Islanders suck enough to get in the top 5 and we can trade those two picks to get up to number 1 and take McDavid, do you think anybody would be willing to trade that number one pick, though? I doubt it. But you never know. But two top five picks? Yeah, I doubt it. Maybe toss something else in, like a Maybe. top prospect? Maybe. That'd... You never know what a team's going to do. I, I can't see it because that's like passing up. A once-in-a-generation guy. Yeah, that's like... that's like, Crosby. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. I, I can't see it, but you never know. You really don't. Well, I, I hope that the Islanders tank. Yeah. Well, what do, I mean, the other really bad teams are, what, Florida... I don't think and Edmonton. Didn't Florida come off of a playoff year the year before? Yeah. So you never know with them. I don't think Edmonton's going to be. This has been said the last like ten years, but I don't think Edmonton's going to be as bad as they've been this year. I think they're they they they're just bad. I think you they're, they're like, going to be they're bad like again? cursed. <laughs> they really had, are. They've had top five picks the past how many years in a row, and they just continue to stink. I think the pick this year was is was probably one of the better picks in the draft. He's been Leon Dreisaitl has been compared to uh, Anze Kopitar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of what they need, right? But uh, I mean, Florida. Who knows with them? Edmonton. Who knows? Calgary is really bad, but probably not for long. Probably not for Thought much longer. Rebound. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what the Sabres draft pick does. Reinhardt. You know, it's always exciting to see the young young guys come in and see what they can do. Yeah. But uh, I'll say I'm jealous of Tim Murray. I'm really jealous you guys have him. He's, he's awesome. He's great. I, th- I love him. The, everybody, <laughs> you know how, like, the GMs go up to the, the podium for the picks and, like, suck off whatever city it's in, like, thank him. <laughs> Tim Murray just went up there. He's like, 
the Buffalo Sabres like Tim Reinhardt and put or, or Sam Reinhardt and puts the microphone down. It just walks off. <laughs> yeah, it just walks off. I know. It's great. I know when they did his press conference, he was basically saying like, "I've got work to do. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I have great. to. I have to work on the team. I love it. Yeah, he doesn't give a at fuck. least he's honest about everything. So zero fucks ever given by him. Uh-huh. As Greg Wyshynski said, everybody wishes their GM was Dwight Schrute from The Office, and Tim Murray is basically that. I love it. And, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what what Reinhardt does at very least. I, I want to go to at least one or two games. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, Reinhardt's yeah. a good, really good pick. I like that. Yeah, pick. I, mean, I don't think he can go wrong at number two. Really, that's true. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough, tough to fuck that one up. <laughs> that's a good point. I think Reinhardt was a lot of people's number one overall, yeah. depending on if you needed a forward or a defenseman. Right. Yeah. But uh, they said he was their number one. Yeah. Sounds good. Nashville, Dan? Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Uh, <laughs> I had high hopes for this offseason, and they were dashed. Uh, Paul Stastny, I was hoping we'd sign. He went to Colorado. Or not Colorado. I'm sorry. Uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Um, the strongest, stronger. Brad Richards, I was hoping we would sign. Even though he was uh, jettisoned from the Rangers, he went to Chicago. The strongest, um, stronger. Yep. Uh, our division's going to be a bastard this year because oh. uh, Dallas ended up with Spezza. Um I think we're going to be in a we're going to be hurting. It was funny because on our Reddit there was a Winnipeg Jets fan who came into our Reddit and said, "Jets fan here, guys. I just wanted I, I wanted some hugs." Yeah, <laughs> because the Jets didn't get any better, and neither did Nashville. Yeah, we did end up signing Ole Okunin. I don't know how I feel about that. He should be fine. We're still trying to trade for Le Cavalier, who I think will be better for us than he was for Philadelphia. Yeah, but. I'll be as I said this to you, Dan. I feel like Nashville's a lot better than a lot of people think. We still needed we needed a number one center for Neil. That would uh, that would help Neil for for Neil and and Craig Smith. I think is going to be the other first line winger. Yeah. Um. And but who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. I think they're they have a lot of players they can trade for for a center. Uh, I heard maybe they're in on possibly getting Joe Thornton. I would think they'd have to give up a lot for him, but I don't know. Well, I mean, it sounds like the San Jose Sharks don't want Thornton anymore. That's crazy. They well, they're they're trying to change everything because they haven't they've been they weren't they up against the Kings three zero three zero blew it yeah well they people are just like maybe you just lost to a better team like don't just go away trading everybody right they got rid of the players that need to get rid of but yeah. like losing Joe Thornton yeah. it's kind of huge if they got Joe Thornton the Nashville would be fine yeah we'll see what happens yeah but. Yeah, and the Rangers got Dan Boyle, mm-hmm. who they needed a power play quarterback on for the power play because Brad Richards wasn't doing it so hot. I think during the playoffs, uh, Richards had a shot at like or a pa- or yeah, shot at eighty uh, kilometers, uh, and then P- Kopitar had a pass at eighty. So Brad Richards wasn't getting it done from the power play yeah. point. Um, so Dan Boyle will help with that. We lost Anton Strawman, but which kind of sucks because he's one of our better defensemen. But I mean, Dan Boyle's not a bad pickup. Uh, they got a tough guy, Tonars- Tonarski. Tokarski? No, that's the goalie. They got a tough guy. I don't remember his name from the wing. And they got another defenseman that played for Tampa Bay. Other than that, the Rangers didn't do too much signing. They, um, unless they I'm didn't miss- really need to, though. No, unless I'm missing something, Corey. I don't think so. No. Yeah. A couple the- small signings. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much only lost. Brian Boyle, which kind of sucks, but then they they lost uh, Benoit Pouliot and Richards and Delzato, right? 
Richards. Delzato was a predator. Yeah, he got traded midseason. Oh, that's for, for Kevin Klein. Klein yeah. I forgot about that. Which he's not even going to be on the Predators, apparently. No, they let him go. <laughs> so he didn't really fit in. No, they already had. I think I said this, but they have five defensemen that are like him. So yeah. Um. Let's see. Fourth of July. Yeah. Everybody had a Fourth of July. It was you know Fourth of July is you know the three of our, like our dad's birthday, and there's usually a huge party. But uh, this year because uh, Allison and Neil, who's our sister, is coming home, we uh, just kind of hung out with a small group of people, ate a lot of food. Dan was there. Dan and family. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Laid back. Fourth of July felt different this year though. Yeah. Well, it was cold. Yeah, it was chilly. I think I was at work for the first time in God knows how long. Ugh. That must it was been. fucking busy, too. I was getting so pissed off, not only because I was at work, but, like, why aren't these people celebrating 4th of July? Or even just sitting at home. Yeah, don't <laughs> even celebrate. Just go the fuck home. Yeah. Like, have a beer and a hamburger. Yeah. Why are you here? It's that shopping day, Eric. Uh, huh? It's shopping day. No, it pisses me off. Like, what has our country become where people would rather go shopping than stay home and celebrate our country... With their family and have a fucking beer and a hot dog. Yeah. Or anything. That's how I felt for about any holiday that I had to work. I'm like, even if you're not. But Dan, even I'm it, telling you, it's even, so much worse now. Oh, is it's it? It's so busy. I don't get it. Like, oh, it's frustrating. I don't hmm. mind being busy, but not on the 4th of July. Yeah. Like, There's other times to shop. Yeah. That's the end of my rant. <laughs> you don't want to keep going nah, into I'm it? good. All right. <laughs> Uh, and the last thing is, I deleted my Twitter app. I didn't delete my Twitter account. I can't stand Twitter. Everybody my age is so stupid, and I just am tired of it. Why and don't fed you just up. quit following them? I did that, but like the few people that I do follow, like, were they retweeting them? Retweeting the st- <laughs> like somebody will just say like I hate you, and it'll get like forty favorites, and like everybody will retweet it. I'm just like, oh my god. I loved Twitter this week. Uh, I always love Twitter, but uh, real quick. There was a good Twitter war between Dante Whitner, former Buffalo Bills shitty safety, uh, who went to the 49ers and now is with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, man. Uh, he just holds this vendetta against the Bills for some reason, and the fans hate him because of it, obviously. And the Bills fans are passionate about the team anyway, so if you say anything bad about the team, they get all over you. <laughs> but he responds yeah. on Twitter. like He plays right into it. And he's like a child. <laughs> so he said something about the Bills fans got on him about something. I can't remember what it was, but he said something about how are you Bills fans going to feel when they move and become the Toronto Bills or oh, something like that. Oh man. Like so Daryl Taylor, former Buffalo Bill Hall of Famer, he's on the Bills wall or Ring of Honor. He his wife tweeted Dante Whitner and he got the nickname Toast when he was in Buffalo cuz he got fucking burned. So many times he's over not, the middle by Titans. He's so bad at he, covering. He's not very good at covering. He's a great hitter, good against the run, but he's so bad at pass coverage. So he got the nickname Toast, and she tweeted him and said, Hey, you didn't get the nickname Toast because of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. Yeah. So I don't remember what he said back to her, but him and Daryl Taylor started getting into it on Twitter. Uh-huh. And, like, started swearing at each other. Really? Like, bad. Daryl Taylor's freaking out. Like, I almost think he was drunk the way he was talking because he was, like, dropping an F-bomb left and right. And, like, 
Eventually, Whitner challenged him to a boxing match, and like, <laughs> yeah, it went to that level. Like, oh god, come on! How old is he, Taylor? It's got to be damn near sixty. And Whitner is twenty, whatever. Twenty-eight. Challenge. Oh my god! <laughs> what? But apparently, Whitner said something about his daughter. I didn't see it. Daryl Taylor said he said something about his daughter. I don't know, but like, come on! Wow. Didn't stop there. <laughs> Next day. I get on Twitter, and now he's getting into it with Bill's current safety, Aaron Williams. <laughs> the two of them are going back and forth, and I'm like, well, now i got to go to the Browns-Bills game this year. <laughs> yeah. There's another 70 bucks down the shitter yeah. to go watch a shitty football game. <laughs> I just want to go hear how bad he gets it from the fans pre-game. That's basically yeah. why I'm going. Nice. But I have to. Yeah. I fucking hate Dante Whitner so much. I tweet him. Eh, once or twice a week, telling him different ways that I hope he dies. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Does he ever respond? No, he hasn't yet. He responds to a lot of the Bills fans, though. They give him shit. I can't wait till he responds to. He's you. such a fucking piece of shit. I when I was watching him in the playoffs, I actually remember texting you multiple times about how much I hated Whitner and how he's like he's so cocky. He's cocky. He's not that good. He's not. He's he yeah. just runs his mouth. Thinks he's way better. He wanted to change his name to Hitner. I mean, what? Dante Hitner. How does this guy have any friends? He doesn't. That's why he's getting in a fight with people then, on social media. Just when he thought Twitter couldn't get any better, Alexi Lawless, who is a former U.S. soccer player, now an ESPN uh, analyst, said something about Jeff Cameron, who is a current U.S. soccer player, he said something to another guy about, well, would you start Jeff Cameron, and here's the players that you'd have to start him over, basically saying, I don't know who you'd take out of the lineup to play him. So Jeff Cameron tweets him saying, "Do you are you running any soccer camps this summer since you're such a soccer expert? I'd love to attend. And Alexei Lawless tweeted him back and said, sorry, beginner session is full. <laughs> and I was just like, bam, nailed it, because he gave up a few goals in the World Cup. He was fairly bad. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I just love that. Like, you never saw this stuff before, like, in public. Like, famous people. Duking it with out. With a lot to lose. Yeah. Duking it out. Yeah, like, setting up boxing matches against each other. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I-, I will admit, like, that's the best part about Twitter. I just can't get past the, as I said, the stupidness of, you know, the generation yeah. that I live in. Fair you, enough. You gotta follow the right people. It's so bad, and, like, I get notified sometimes when people favor a tweet for people I don't even follow. It's... Yeah, so the, the way that works now is kind of weird. They, they've it... added, like, um, you'll, you'll get tweets from people who you follow, who they follow, yeah. like, occasionally, and I'm like, I don't well, want to see that. I'll get, Eric, like, for this is an example, like, Eric Homa favorited Tim Howard's tweet. But, like, I don't follow Tim Howard. You get notifications for that? Yeah. I, there was, like, times I'd get 50 a day, and I would throw them, like, beer. Oh, my God. I'd have I my never phone. get those. <laughs> oh, I don't Never. Either. It's brutal. I saw, pretty much, I just deleted my app. I didn't delete my Twitter account because who knows when I'll actually it, go back to it. Is there a setting you can? I've looked through the settings, and I can't figure it out. I, I just wonder it why up. I don't get anything like that. I might be the app that I use. I use a different app. I could be. But mm. I just can't handle it. I, everybody's so stupid. This is cynical me. I just can't well, stand it's true, it anymore. Though. Yeah, so I said whatever. So I deleted it. So if I get you got anybody tweets me fan wise and I don't respond, it's not me being a jerk. I just don't have the app anymore. Uh, 
it's kind of hard for the thumbstick athletes because now I can't check what was tweeted while like I'm at school or at work or something. Just uh, log into it on your browser on your phone. I didn't think of that, Dan. You're smart. Mm, you know. Yeah, by, I don't get by pay- the way, I don't get paid the big bucks for no reason. Since this has turned into the sports sports episode of the thumbstick athletes, <laughs> fuck Ann Coulter. <laughs> For putting her stupid article out, only doing so for seeking attention about how soccer fans and, like, the popularity of soccer in this country showing, like, I can't remember how she worded it, but basically saying that, like, Americans are less for liking soccer and it's bringing our country down. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Fuck her. (laughs) All right. Okay. Anything else? Anybody wants to get off their chest today? I, th- I think I'm all set. <laughs> I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good now too. Corey. Corey, what do you I'm got? All set, guys. Went I'm off good. the wheels there. Didn't, off the rails. <laughs> really, way off the rails. Are we back on weeks? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I'm off my week. <laughs> so. Are we? Are we there? Are we still there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we are. I um. Huh. Nope. Not much to report. Nothing. <laughs> All right. Pretty much played Hearthstone. Uh, celebrated the long weekend. Um, you really digging Hearthstone, huh? It's just a dick. Like I play, I got addicted to it when I played the beta, probably a year ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just that's free to play. Yeah, it is free to play. Yes, I should check it out. And it, they do a really nice job of it too. It's uh, the microtransaction stuff isn't offensive. Yeah, that's cool. I've been meaning to try that out. It's good. It's a lot of fun. If you if you like Magic the Gathering, uh, of course, Hearthstone fans will get mad at me for saying it, but it's a lot like Magic the Gathering. Um, just simplified, and it's a lot easier to play digitally because you don't have to worry about rules as much. Cause it sounds computer. like it's up my alley, then. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. Um, I don't think... I watched a lot of movies and did a lot of hanging out, but nothing... Nothing really worth reporting. Uh, Netflix has its own original anime now. Really? What's it called? Something Night. Starts with an S. Shovel Knight. I didn't, I no. didn't hear about that. <laughs> Dan, you didn't tease Shovel Knight. I feel like I had heard the name before. Might be the type of thing where they just uh, like licensed it to play it, licensed it to play it in the U.S. or something. Maybe it said Netflix original. Doesn't it? Does it say that over Derek? Knights Eric? of Sidonia. Knights of Sidonia. The song. What? I knew I had heard that before. Is that a song? Yeah, it was in Guitar Hero 3. What did you say about Derek, Corey? Does it say uh, Netflix in front of Derek when it starts? I don't know. At the uh, little credit screen. But I was going to watch Knights of Sidonia because it was a Netflix original. Oh, of course. Yeah, watch the anime I didn't recommend to you. <laughs> well, well, you it's know. original, Corey. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you. How dare you, Corey? How dare you, Dan? Anything else? Don't turn that around on me. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I was uh I've been quiet because I've been eating a salad pizza. Ooh. Which uh Sophie said she wanted salad, and I was like, Well, I want pizza. So we compromised and got a salad pizza. But it's I thought it would be like pizza with, you know, some salad toppings on it, but it is just a brick of salad on a pizza slice. Is it good? I'm not going to complain. All right. Sounds good. I feel like I could complain about that. Yeah. (laughs) 
bastardizing pizza in that yeah. way. It still has uh, pizza flavor. I don't, they might they might have like seasoned it underneath with uh, you know your your familiar pizza seasonings. Gotcha. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No. All right. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Uh, el- anything else to add? I've been just working on the house and and stuff. So working on the studio. Uh, if anyone hasn't. Yeah, I don't think you can tell in the stream, but I have my gaming desktop down here now to to do the recording for the episode, and and I'm, that's this is gonna be where I'm gonna play play most of my games. I can start recording videos for the podcast now and and whatnot, so that'll be that'll be a nice thing. Uh, the only other thing is I added more products to our not products. I added a new logo, I should say, to our Cafe Press store. Uh, with with stuff you can buy for that it's our it's our logo uh it says podcast underneath it, and then it's our uh thanks be to games motto so if you want to want to buy those and support the podcast uh feel free you know if not you don't you certainly don't have to but and if you want anything specific too just let me know and i can add that to the store i only added a handful of things that i thought it would look good on so i think even underpants are on there now so if you want thumbstick mm-hmm. athletes podcast underpants hell yeah be my guest so thongs that's a i think yeah i think there is a thong on there Ah. but i I, get them for my significant other i I was gonna say it's intended for women i I personally don't (laughs) want to wear the thong i mean i do it may be once but anyway i just try it on to see how it looks that's it yeah you look great, Corey. <laughs> I'm wearing some right now, actually. <laughs> Will's got a fresh thong on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 154 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Corey, I'll let you get us started with what What did you play? I played a few different things. Um... Well, do you guys want to talk about Wildstar now or later? Let's talk about Wildstar now. Sure. Yeah, uh, we made, the three of us, Will, Dan, and I made the plunge and purchased Wildstar. Um, I'm starting a Dear Datacron, I'm calling it Dear Datacron, but it's uh, like a journal for my Wildstar adventures. Uh, The second one should be up in the next couple days, but I put the first one out on Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, I'm going to try and do it weekly, depending on how much game time I get to play. Uh, I like Wildstar uh, quite a bit. It reminds me a lot of of Guild Wars 2. Um, I still don't think it's to the point where we're getting an entirely new MMO experience, MMORPG experience. Um, It still relies on a lot of those old tropes that uh, we get tired of, but it does them very well. Um, and adds a few extra touches, flares here and there. Um, I didn't realize the name Wildstar. It's sort of like it. It kind of has like a Wild West future uh, feel. Yeah, it does. Uh, but like taking place in a futuristic time period. It made um, me think a little bit of uh, Firefly. Yeah, not exactly, but it has the same type of Wild West feel to it. Right. Yeah. In a science same, fiction uh, setting. Same setting, but you know, a, a different mood kind of. It's a little yeah. bit sillier and, and cartoonier. Yeah. Um, maybe Tin Star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I actually really like it. I'm up to level ten now. Um, I'm really enjoying the path stuff, which is separate from your actual fighting class. I'm a warrior, but for my path, I chose Explorer. 
And that's a lot of fun because you get a lot of path specific quests. And for the, I don't know, you guys chose different paths, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm an engineer scientist. I'm a settler stalker. Okay. Yeah, and it's cool because I'll run into so it, this, this stuff. The past stuff kind of reminded me of Star Wars Galaxies because I'll be out in the middle of nowhere and I'll come across like a settler uh, bonfire or something and it'll give me a stat bonus. Um, but the explorer stuff is is what my character is doing, um, and it's really cool because you have to like scale some really high cliffs that sometimes only explorers have access to to plant a satellite to complete the quest. Um, I found a couple hidden secret passages, uh, like this grotto. I forget the name of the, the area I was in, uh, but it led from one end of the map to the other just by go- taking this short little separate zone. Um, I really like that stuff, and, and to me, that stuff's the most fun. But the combat, like I said, it's it's a lot like Guild Wars 2, and it's very active, and that helps to, to keep things interesting. Yeah. Um, I like how they do. I actually spent one of our listeners, Tito, he played a couple hours with me and just kind of ran me through through the basics and explained everything to me that probably would have taken me several more playthroughs to wrap my head around. Um, so it was nice to have his help in, in guidance early on there and taught me about how in combat, like the, the more elite enemies have uh, rating next to their name. So if it's like a two, it takes two interrupts before you'll actually interrupt them. Oh, okay. Which I'm not sure I would have picked up on. Uh, and that makes a huge difference. And because uh, my my character has a kick that's an interrupt and like a knockdown or something like that, um, which normally you know if I could use it and knock somebody down, it's enough. But when it takes two of those, um, it's not enough for me to take them down. So that's what makes it more difficult. In addition to more hit points and all that stuff, uh, he taught me the hot, how the hot bars work, and I like that it's limited abilities. But eventually, you add more hot bars, from what I understand. Um, just a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so that's, you know, my first impressions of it. Uh, like I said, level 10. I haven't even gone to the main uh, Exile City, which is the alignment we are. Alignment? I don't know what you'd want to call it. There's there's ex- the Exiles and the Dominions. And it's basically like the Empire in the Rebellion in Star Wars. Yeah. It's what I gather anyway. Yeah. What do you guys think of, of Wildstar? I dig it. I'm, but I, I, I played the beta quite a bit, so... Uh, during the beta, I actually made it to the Exile City, uh, and that was where I where I had to stop. So, but the area that I'm 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 starting in is is different from the the area that I did in the beta. And I don't know if that's because I I'm a different race than I was before. I don't know if that determines your your newbie area. You know, I think so. Okay, so I, I am in a different spot, so I'm not familiar with what I'm doing yet. Uh, but it's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah. More you will. Yeah, I really like it too. I'm level thirteen. Um, well, I think I'm level four or five. Maybe I didn't. I think you're play, five. Yeah, I didn't get to play that much. Uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I really like it. I'm pretty much just questing and killing things. Uh, I, that's about it. I'm not doing a whole lot of my path stuff though, because I don't really, you know, I don't know how it works with mine. Because like I'll do some of a quest, but like I don't. I'll finish it, but I don't get experience with that, so I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, Tito explained a little bit to me too over Steam about like having a home and stuff like that, and that sounds really cool. And I'm looking forward to uh, grouping up with you, other three. I've got to catch up. Yeah, maybe I'll do that tonight. It doesn't take a long time to level, and they have a they have a mentoring system too. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. The old EverQuest days. We think we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode on Wildstar probably and talk a little more in depth about it. 
but that'll be after we've had some time with it. Can so. uh, talk about more than the newbie zones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, I also oh, I'll just get through these quickly. Uh, I finally beat Borderlands Two. Hey. Wow, Corey, good job. Well done. Approximately one year after starting it, um, Jared and I we played through the whole thing together and and just finally beat it. But it wasn't pretty. The very end, that game got frustratingly hard, difficult towards the end. You're pr- you're probably under leveled a little bit. I I think so because um I think the bosses scale to your level, but everything before it doesn't. I could be wrong, um, but yeah. So that like last bit before I won't I won't spoil it too much. But before you get to the final boss, uh, took us forever. And like it was just it, the game stopped being fun, so we didn't want to turn it on as often as we had before. Um, so that's why it took so long. But then we finally beat the last boss, but it glitched, and Ugh. the last boss fell on top of a button we needed to press, and we couldn't get through the last boss to press the button. That's horrible. Yeah, so we're like, oh my god, are we gonna have to fight this guy all over again? So I did a little bit of research on the internet. And it told me, this one guy said, if you fast travel back to the same zone you're in, you'll just have to run through a brief bit um, to get back to the boss, and it will hopefully still be dead and hopefully be dead in a different spot. So we're like, all right, that's fine. But that last bit we would have had to run through was what was so difficult for us the first time. Um, but we did it, and, and like it took us, it probably took us a half hour to run through this this difficult spot to get to where the boss was again. And when we finally got through it, we were relieved the game froze. <laughs> You're relieved. So not only the game did we, froze. not only were we victims of a glitch, we were victims of a frozen game. Wow. Um, yeah. And I, we were ready to give up, but I'm like, no, no, come on, let's just stick it out. So we booted it back up. We had to run through that little area again. Fortunately, the last boss was still dead, and we were able to press the button and and beat it. But uh, I hate stuff like that when when something in the game prevents you from enjoying it not because of that's what game it is like not like dark souls uh like glitches and stuff i it just bugs me to high heaven yeah yeah what'd you think though overall i liked it overall i wish i could have spent a little more time with it um i think i'd like it more on pc and i think i'd like it more i like i'd like it playing with people but having my own screen Um, yeah because two people on the same screen in that game, I think, is, is too much. There's too much going on, and like when you're going through your menus and stuff, it's too small to have it uh, shared screen with somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I re- I really like Borderlands. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever they do next. The pre sequel, uh, in, in addition to the uh, uh, Tales from the Borderlands thing. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also beat the Room Two. Wow. On my tablet. Well done. That's another game that kind of came out of nowhere and I fell in love with right away. It's all about solving these puzzles, but it takes place in like the early 1900s and you're it's all based on the the touch screen. You're manipulating everything with your hands and moving all these switches and solving these puzzles and it that... sort of has like a mist kind of vibe to it. Um but it's it's a really fun game. I recommend it. Is that the one I recommended to you? You said you wanted to play it. I got it through a humble bundle okay. uh, a while ago. But that's like the first tablet game I've ever played. Mm. Um, I've got a few others from that Humble Bundle. Because the Humble was doing the Android bundles for a while there. Yeah. And I had just gotten my tablet when they did their last one. 
Um, so I bought it, and the room the room was in there. Uh, so yeah, I beat that too. Um, well done. What else, dude? I play. Oh, Hearthstone. I've been playing a ton of Hearthstone. There's not much to talk about with that. I've talked about it in the past. Um, it's very addictive. It's hard to put down. And I just now have enough coins to do a tournament again, which is a lot of fun. Uh, the tournaments, it's like a, like a draft of cards. You know, they give you a set of cards, and with that set of cards, you have to make a deck. Everybody has to with the same set of cards, and then you just go in, and however many matches you win determines the prize that you get. Um, but it's pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty worthwhile. I think it's, it's 150 coins to enter the tournament um, and go through the tournament, or you can use 100 coins to buy a card pack. Which gives you exotics and rares and all that good stuff. Is it's, it hard to earn that money coins? No, every day there's quests. There's three different quests you can do, and each of them give you forty coins. Uh, and they're easy. It's like two games with a mage deck, or you know, win two games with a warrior deck. Um, and for the longest time, all I had was a mage deck, and that's all I played with, just because I was trying to perfect one deck before I branched out to the other ones but i've been experimenting with some of the other ones just to get more coins and it's, it's a lot of fun there's there's a lot to like about that game and and like i said the the pay structure as a free-to-play game isn't offensive so that really helps it's really popular on twitch too really it's popular. very popular yeah maybe i'll just keep playing hearthstone all the time and it'll be my esport there you go i don't have to worry about uh twitch slow reflexes <laughs> twitchy twitchy uh gameplay yeah, they give you enough time to take a turn. Nice. Uh, but yeah, really like Hearthstone. Uh, oh, Civ Rev on my iPhone I started playing. It's a lot like the first Civilization Revolution, except it works really, really well on a smaller mobile device. So they made true on that promise that they were developing it solely for, or, you know, the development was particularly for mobile devices. Um, it's great. It's fun to, it's fun to have Civilization in my hand while I'm everywhere. Kind of the same way I feel about having Final Fantasy VI on my phone when I'm everywhere. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, that's it. Okay. Will, what you got? The other thing I played extensively was Heart, or not Hearthstone, Wildstar. Uh, I played a little Dragon Age. The first time I ever really played it. Uh, I like how it played. It felt like an MMO, sort of. I don't know. You said you didn't really particularly like it on the PC. Not as much as as playing with a controller on on a console. Really? Yeah. Do you know why that is? I think it's because I spent so many hours playing it with a controller. Because I I beat it like three or four times on my on Xbox 360. So it was all muscle memory with the controller. Yeah. And you're just, you're used and to I was it. just I was baffled when I tried to play it with the PC controls. Okay. I I kind of liked it having not really ever played it. Right. Uh, as I said, I felt like an MMO because the buttons were hotkeyed to your like one two three four, uh, and I made a mage and stuff like that. I want to try and beat uh, Dragon Age 1 and 2 before Inquisition comes out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think I really played anything. I pretty much put my time in Valiant Hearts and Wildstar, okay. which we've talked about. So, yeah. yeah. All right. What about you, Eric? What do you got? Nothing, man. All I played was Valiant Hearts and FIFA. Looking to get into some FIFA tournaments shortly, so hopefully I can talk about that. I've been playing really bad, though. Uh, that's not good. So we'll see how that goes. Part of your video game funk then, right? Yeah, I just... Yeah, bad. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, that's all I played this week. Okay. 
Uh, the only other thing I played besides a little bit of Wild Star and Valiant Hearts was more Mario Kart 8. I'm still working on three-starring all the all the courses. How's that going? Oh, it's brutal. Um, <laughs> it's so it's so addicting. Like you just keep wanting to to do it, but. And you know, like if if you're just trying to get the gold trophy, you can you know have that last lap where you get abused and you can finish fourth or fifth and still get the gold trophy. But yeah. you know, to get three stars on every track, you have to get first on every race and in, in a circuit. And there's just some tracks where you, you're leading the entire race, and then the last half of the last lap, you so, just get beat up by by everything, and and you know you finish fifth or sixth or whatever. Yeah aggravating to no end and then you have to start over you know if it's the last race too you finish first in all of them and then the last race the last lap you get crushed it, you just gotta start all over it's weird because that game's a lot feels a lot faster than the other mario kart games like each race yeah. takes like maybe two minutes to do yeah which isn't a lot of time but it's still the thought of having to start the the cup over again it's just a real pain and it's disheartening yeah yeah just kind of puts you in that son of a bitch. Yeah, you want to. <laughs> yeah. It's a co- uh, controller flinging. Oh, yeah. Angry. I can't tell. I think that that's one of the games that I probably get the angriest with. Yeah. It, it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I think. I didn't realize how frustrating Mario Kart was until I played the new one. Yeah. Man. It is aggravating. You want to tear your hair out. You really do. And I, I'm not prone to video game anger. <laughs> no, not at But Mario that. Kart brings it out in me. Yeah. I've. You know, punch the bed when I was laying on it for stuff that's happened. Yeah, it's frustrating, especially when you get hit with a green shell out of nowhere. I'm good with the green shells. Really? Yeah. I get mad because those are not directed like the red shells. Yeah. So when I get hit by one, I'm like, "That's bullcrap! I shouldn't have been hit." You have to manually aim those. Yeah, but yeah, that game's frustrating. You're right. I should mention though that the Wii U Pro controller, the battery life is insanely good. Really? Uh, I charged mine fully when I first bought it, and I've played 30 hours of Mario Kart, and it hasn't needed to be recharged yet. Wow. Uh, I charged it that one time. When did Mario Kart go? It was over a month ago. It was in May. May. Yeah, the end of May. So I've had the controller over a month, played like 30-something hours of Mario Kart, and I haven't needed to recharge a controller yet. Wow. uh, It's a big difference to the Wii U gamepad. Which you can get three, three and a half hours out of, or the PlayStation Four controller, which you get three, six or eight, probably <laughs> feels like three. So uh, that's that's great that the battery life on that controller is so good. It also feels nice. So I wanted to compliment Nintendo on the Wii U Pro controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's all I played. I think. Yeah, that was it. I might have played a few minutes of something else. I had a real bad gaming week anyway. I'm really hoping to to get some better gaming in this week. Yeah, we it was it, it was busy though with the Fourth of July and like you said, I'm doing yeah. a bunch of home repairs and stuff. So I don't have the home repairs excuse. <laughs> you can use it anyway, even if you don't <laughs> even if you don't really have it as an excuse. Well, like I say I always try to match up my schedule with my girlfriends, yep. and that didn't match up well either yep. for gaming. So okay. All right. Uh, do we want to just get right into feedback? I think we should, Dan. Okay. Why not? You just want me to read them, or do you have them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You right. can read them. I didn't, I didn't call them up. I have them here. This is going to be weird. I don't think I like Eric doing it. <laughs> yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. yeah. It's always bad. Uh, first one, this is from Dan's wife, Val. 
She says, thank you for getting me addicted to Tamodachi Life. This game is a much, much easier way for me to play a Sims-type game with a lot less to manage. I also love that I can play and play and close up the 3DS when a child-slash-fury-child-slash-Dan needs me. Such <laughs> a good game that everyone needs to play. Completely worth the price, too. And I probably would have paid more. And for the record, Corey has been my most demanding and difficult me. <laughs> I think Dan and I have been drunk several times. Will has been low maintenance and is making the moves on a few ladies, and Eric enjoys his arcade setup in his apartment. The end. Nice. So, uh, yeah, Tamodachi Life. Dan, did you play it at all after she bought it? No, I haven't. I haven't. I, can you do like a separate save? Maybe. I, I don't I wouldn't, think. I wouldn't want to mess up her game. I don't think so, Corey. Do you think you can? Uh, maybe if you back out of the game and start it, start it over, you can load a different save. Maybe can you can you can you load a different me on a 3ds when you start it up? I really think there's only one. It's not like the Wii U where you pick pick a me and that's like your profile. Okay, that you're using. I th- I think it's only one. I'll have to I would sh- say I'll, not. Then I'll have to look into that. Yeah, but um, yeah, she really likes it because you know when she's up up with the baby at yeah. all hours of the night you know she can just flip it open and and play that before she was you know spending time reading people's idiotic things that they post on facebook and now yeah. now she has a video game to play yeah. that she really enjoys playing well, rather I, than like, relying on facebook for like she said being able to close the 3ds up yep. whenever you need to that that is one of the best things about that game and you don't feel like you're missing anything yeah and it's not something you need to rush back to yeah because you know there's a lot of things to do but you can it's all spaced out over time, kind of, and you don't miss anything by, by shutting it down. And, yep. and One of the things she mentioned, too, was, uh, you know, she's played, like, The Sims. She she doesn't feel like she has to babysit mm-hmm. the, the Miis all the time like you did in The Sims. You had to uh, attend to your needs of The Sims, like, all the time when you were playing the game. But this one, you can kind of let people do their own thing, and you help them if, if there's yeah. a problem or... You know, you can get as involved or not involved as you as you want, really. I think they did a fairly good job of that. I think I would have preferred there was a little bit more for you to do with the characters. Okay. I feel like there's a little bit too much downtime with them. I could see that. But uh, I think I'd rather have it that way as opposed to The Sims. Can you get it... Can you get it... Um, would adding more characters give you more to do with probably them? Okay. that that's the problem i run into yeah. i don't like creating the characters as okay. much because i don't feel like i do a good job right yeah she's and i'm made, lazy she's made pretty much everyone we know has she in the game yeah yeah which is a lot of people if there's people that i don't have i should import them to mine by the way dan i was gonna tell you i got a street pass from you oh did you this week i don't know like how because i've driven by your house every day and i've never gotten one until this week Huh. I wonder if the the, you know what, because you know the 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 couch is probably the closest point, uh, <laughs> to the road. Right. So and that's where the, you know that's where that's where the wife's been keeping it, is on the arm of the couch. That's probably what it is. It, yeah, it was probably just close enough that yeah. if you drove by with it in your pocket, you got a, a street pass from me. And I did. Do, I'd spin in my car. Okay, that's awesome. I'll so, have to remember that. Yeah. Maybe if we keep it out there, we'll get more street passes. Eric, you should start. By. You should start slowing down and pulling into the driveway and slowly backing out just to get a street pass. <laughs> get a street pass. <laughs> I always wondered what the range was. It's probably different for you know different situations, but it's it's decent. Because yeah, I remember I remember picking up Will from college one day, not really being near anybody, and I got like seven street passes. 
Dang. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even see anybody, like, around. You know, it was night and it was winter. So They were all hiding with their 3DSs. <laughs> Maybe. They didn't want to see in public. In their cars. Yeah. Okay. Um, Corey, most demanding and high maintenance. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's yeah. an easy one. Sounds about right. Uh, Dan has been drunk several times. I think she's probably referring to she went into the apartment and you guys were probably rolling around on the floor or something. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Will's putting moves on some ladies, just like real life. Will's a lady killer. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. What are you playing, Will? Uh, Basketball. <laughs> that looks really cool. That does look fun. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> on to our next feedback from Facebook. This is Rachel G. Don't know where she's from. Yeah, let, let us know. Let us know where you're from. Yes. Uh, it's kind of a long one. Bear with me if I screw up a few times. Hey, guys, it's been months since I last wrote... Uh, you all to ask about Wii U games for my dad. Here's an update. I got the Lego Star Wars and Lord of the Rings games, and although I don't think he plays them when we're not around, he gets a kick out of playing with me and my brother when we come over to the house for dinner and whatnot. It's fun family bonding. When I went to the store to get those games, the cashier recommended Rayman Origins. I remember one of you guys recommending Rayman Legends, and Origins was cheap, so I got that. We haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to trying it. As for me... I'm sort of new to gaming. My older brother always had the game systems, so I love a lot of old games from SNES, Sega, and N64. But whatever happened between N64 and PS3, I missed it. When I was finishing up college, I discovered playthroughs on YouTube. I didn't have the funds to get my own system at the time, but I thought it was really amazing how far video games had come. I would put playthroughs on as background noise while I was studying or hanging out. I still watch them sometimes. My favorite is Center Strain Zero One. He plays games on the highest difficulty um, and with perfect stealth, if possible. Now that I have a job, I decided to get a PS3, and I was gifted a pile of games from some guy friends. Some of them I know are widely regarded as good games, i.e., Far Cry 3, Bioshock Infinite, GTA 5, Arkham City, etc., and others are random games that I haven't heard much about. I plan to try them all eventually. The only thing stopping me from getting through this backlog is my addiction to Borderlands 2. I love the art, the story, the humor, the co-op option. I keep trying to play other games, and then before I start, I just end up back on Pandora killing bandits. Okay, well, I better wrap it up. Thanks for all the work on the podcast. It continues to be entertaining and informative. Rachel. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I am also in love with Borderlands 2. I wish I had more time to play it, because I, I have all the DLCs now, which I never had before, and I just haven't you know, I've got such a fat backlog as well as PHAT PHAT. Yeah. As well as, you know, the new games that are going to be coming out over the next, I mean, I got last of us remastered coming out at the end of this month and, and then fall is brutal. So I haven't gotten the time to play borderlands as as much as I would like, but I absolutely love the borderlands series. And there's a new, there's a new borderlands coming out in the fall called the borderlands pre-sequel. It's the events leading up to Borderlands 2. In and that is Borderlands coming to PS3. Yep, it's coming to PS3 and Xbox 360 and PC. So uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll, we'll keep you posted when the actual release date is. It might They might have a release date. I'll check. I think it's October. October. The end of October, maybe. I think, I think it's October. Um, and it, it's, it's basically the story of how Handsome Jack turns into a bad guy, uh, which, which is really cool. So I'll be getting that when it comes out. We're checking the date for you now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it got a date. And then October there's October 14th. October 14th, okay. And yep. then there's Tales from the Borderlands too, which is 
I don't know when that's supposed to come out, but that's that's like the Walking Dead video game and and the Wolf the Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Um it's in that it's in that same vein, but it's it's based in the Borderlands universe. So, I don't think there's a date no, on that one yet. On that. No, yeah, that's a that's a digital only, so it won't really be on Amazon. Okay. So, awesome. Uh, I I do want to say you should try BioShock. You should play BioShock Infinite too. Should try all those games you named. They, they are all really good games. <laughs> Arkham City is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, Arkham City is really really good too. Um, yeah. While I don't like Bioshock Infinite as much as the other guys, it is the best ending I've ever had or experienced in a video game. Yeah. Really good story. Yeah. Real good. But I I can understand the wanting to go back to Borderlands. I'm I'm a big fan. I should give that another whirl. We should co-op it, Dan. Yeah. It's long. Yeah, we'll just do, do you like have, what Jared and Corey did. Do you have it on computer? No. I'll play it. I have it on computer, Dan. Do you? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, You guys Eric. are really fucking cool. <laughs> Corey, you want to play on computer? Yep. That's fine, guys. I'll just twiddle my dick over here by myself. Yeah, I don't... I, don't, I Eric, doubt you that. you can come over and watch. <laughs> you think I want to watch you three, Queens, <laughs> playing <laughs> Borderlands 2? We can stream it for you, Eric. No, that's fine. I'm busy that night. You, you should check and see if it'll run on your laptop. I don't want to buy it. I don't again. think it will. After we can play some Torchlight. I have it for free on PS3. PS3. Maybe me and Rachel will play together. There you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, Bunch of go. dicks. <laughs> All right, what, what else did... Uh, That's it, Dan, for feedback. Okay. Well, what what was her the first part of her? Shit. Oh, you caught me. <laughs> uh, she bought the Lego, Lego Star games. Wars, right. and Lord of the Rings. For her pops yeah. and Rayman Origins. Okay. Because that was a little cheaper than good uh, Legends. Did she say Wii or Wii U? I think just regular Wii. Wii, okay. Because I was going to say, well, you could do Mario Kart uh, Mario Kart Wii. That's that's another one to get. Yep. Uh, which was fun. And they have the, the motion motion controls, too, which is which was fun. Uh, I, I don't know if they had a classic control style for, for if it was just for Mario Kart for Wii or if it was just the the tilt controls on the controllers. I only remember using the the steering wheels. Yeah, it, same here. But Mario Kart games are always fun. Uh, Especially since I'm in love with Mario Kart 8 right now. So, um missing things between N64 and PS3. Oh yeah, watching uh let's plays, play yeah. playthroughs. That's huge. It is. It's never been my thing, yeah. but yeah, I guess it is fairly big nowadays. Yeah, well, you should try watching stuff on Twitch too. It gives you it gives you a good idea of of what's out there, and yeah, uh, you can you can interact with the people while 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 watching the watching the game. I've actually been watching a lot of Twitch. I found lately. a guy that I kind of enjoy watching. Yeah, it's it's fun because when you can't play video games, you can live vicariously through the people you're watching on Twitch. Yeah, as they play video games. So I like Getting that about paid it. For it. <laughs> yeah, some of them. More than what I'm making. Yeah. The guy that I've been watching, at least. Uh, Rachel, also, I see you don't have The Last of Us on your list of games there. I suggest you go purchase that and add it to your collection tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that's probably my favorite game ever. Also, Heavy Rain for your PS3. Try that out. Uh, and probably inexpensive to you at this point. Yeah, Heavy Rain is for sure. I'm sure that's under 20 bucks. Yeah. Last of Us, you could probably find for for relatively cheap. Yeah, only because it's you know la- last gen, and probably most people traded their copies in when they yeah. got the got the new system. 
or when the new one comes out, you know, the remastered version of Last of Us comes out. Yep. Probably find a few more of those. Okay. Uh, I think that was it, Dan. All right. Uh, we get, we have a roundtable. Do we want to just get into our roundtable? Yeah, do we, it. We have Corey, a roundtable? Yeah, Corey, Corey has a roundtable, right, Corey? Well, it's so, that time of year. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. To do roundtable? Uh, the halfway point. Believe it or not, we are more than halfway to Christmas. We are, which is crazy. You know, Holy I shit. heard somebody say that on the radio the other day, and I was like, son of a bitch, we really are halfway to Christmas. Summer's <laughs> almost over already, for God's sake. Not really, but it Stop feels it. like it is. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> well, you mean our month of summer? We Well, we had we had three warm days, maybe four. God, so depressing. It was cold on the 4th How of July. How nice was it yesterday, though? And I, today? I don't remember. I was inside both days. Actually, I had a nice day off of work yesterday because I, I worked on the 4th. I took the 5th off and uh, <laughs> went shopping with my girlfriend, which was enjoyable because I actually found some clothes I wanted to buy for once. And uh, then we went out to my mom's and had a little barbecue. Nice. Hung out on the porch and shot the breeze. Nice. So nice out yesterday. It was, it was literally my perfect weather. Yeah. It was like mi- mid to high 70s yeah. and sunny. Breeze. A little breeze to keep you warm or cooled off. Yeah. It was a nice day yesterday. But we haven't had many. All right. Round table? Round table. <laughs> I lost, Do we have a round table? Th- yeah. I think, you, yeah, you're the one that suggested it, Corey. Oh. Uh, so it's that time of year again. We're more than halfway to Christmas, guys. <laughs> Holy shit, we are. You know, I heard a guy on the... Oh, no. <laughs> um, Deja vu. So what a lot of publications have been doing is, is their best games of the year so far articles. Uh, so I just thought it would be fun for us just to briefly chat about what we think are some of the best games of the year and will probably be considered uh, for some thummies come New Year's. I like that. Can I tell you right off the top of my head when you tweet or texted us about this, there was literally only one game in contention for me and it's not even close. And I can't even think of another game I even want to give an award to at this point. Maybe you guys will refresh me, but honestly, it's been a pretty lousy gaming year, what, in my opinion. What was your game? Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2, okay. That was on my list, too. That's it for me. Will, what about you? Dear God, I've played so little this year. I know, <laughs> me too. Well, my favorite game that I've played this year has been Fire Emblem. That came out last, last year. Last year, though. Well, that could be considered for a thumb, you will. Yeah, that's going to be my 20-whatever, 2014 game of the year. Wait, I had a a contender for that, and I can't remember what it was. Do you guys remember what I said it was? What, did Bioshock Infinite come out last year? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that'll be my winner. Okay. I think mine's going to be Don't Starve. For okay. last year, not to talk yeah. about what we think our winners are, just some of the best games so far that we've from, played this from year. this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. I have. Oh. I, I put. I put the Banner Saga. I really love the Banner Saga. Bravely Default, Dark Souls Two, and Child of Light. Those are those are the four games that I put on my list for for my favorite games so far this year. Um, I, I would probably have to say Dark Souls Two would be my favorite so far. Um, I really absolutely love Dark Souls Two. Uh, yeah, it was, same for it was me. Fantastic. Child of Light, I should have probably put on there, but other than those two games, I haven't played anything that I was like, man, this is a great game. Yeah, it's been a bad year for games, in my <laughs> opinion. Well, there's usually usually what happens is there's only one or two games that come out early in the year, and the rest come out now. Next later. year at this time, I think we'll be singing That's a different true. tune. There is a lot of games. Supposed February to come out early is absolutely year, early stacked. Next year. Yeah, 
The Witcher. There's a couple other ones in yeah. there, too. Isn't Batman in February? I think Batman's there's, supposed to come out in February. The there's Order. more than a couple. Yeah, there's, like, Dying Light is in there. The Order. I know the Order. I know. it doesn't sound like there's a lot, because we're struggling to come up well, with the games, but there's well, a even, lot. Even two big releases in the month of February is a it's lot. Like, The Witcher alone, yeah. how many hours do you think you can put on that 30 at least? Yeah, I think they said it's, if you do everything, it's going to be, like, 100. Oh, Jesus. And The Order... My excitement for that went through the roof after yeah. E3. It looks so good. Yep. What about you, Corey? What do you got for a favorite game so far this uh, year? Just for out of what hasn't been mentioned, uh, and just considering all our awards, I'd put Mario Kart 8 up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Duh. Tomodachi yeah. Life I'd even put <laughs> up there. Um, eh. South Park, Stick of Truth. Oh, was that this year? Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely up there. Uh, I knew somebody was going to ring my bell. Yeah. I mean, you guys mentioned Dark Souls. Uh, I guess I'll put Hearthstone up there. Sorry, guys. Don't apologize. Did that come out? That's out? It it officially, yeah, like it was in open beta for the longest time. Yeah. I think it just uh, was officially released this year. Okay. Um, I think I'm the only person that really liked this game, but Infamous for me. I liked Infamous. I wouldn't count it among my favorites of the year, though. Yeah. What about, I'm glad were, there, do that. were there any indies that we're, we're overlooking right now? Bro- I, Broken I, Age? I put the Banner Saga. I really really enjoyed the Banner Saga. Sure, Banner Saga. No Broken Age love? I have liked Broken Age. It's not finished yet, though. That's true. Second part's coming out later this year. So we'd have to wait then. Yeah. Eric, what about Wolfenstein? No love for Wolfenstein? Nah, not good enough for me. Uh, it's a good game, but it didn't hold me. That's actually, I got to go back to that. I do want to still play it. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I wouldn't put it among my, my favorites of the year. I've actually heard a lot of people saying that it was, like, great game. I just don't see that. I don't know. Good game. Yeah, it's a good yeah. game. I'm, I wasn't blown away by it. Transistor, Dan? I, eh. Meh. I really like the combat. And the music was good, and the art style was good. I think again that game would benefit from a second playthrough, so you get the story right off the bat. Yeah, instead of trying to figure everything out. Yeah, again, I thought it was a good game, not a great game. Titanfall, I really enjoyed my thirty hours with, but I have no interest in going back to it. Uh, what else came out? Will Valiant Hearts. I really, I did really like that game. See, I, so I'd I have to give that more thought. I I have to think about it more. I don't think I'm going to like Valiant Hearts more than I like Child of Light I because to, I thought Child of Light was a is a better game. You know, I, I have to finish Child of Light. There's too. there's more game there than than Valiant Hearts. That's true. So I'm definitely with you on that, Dan. Yeah, Dark Souls Two for me has easily been the best game this year. Yeah, with South Park and Child of Light bringing up the second and third. Yeah. Not in that order necessarily. Okay. But I've... there's a lot to come later this <laughs> yes, year. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Although a game that came out in March last year won our game of the year. What game was that? Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite. Wasn't my choice. Um, <laughs> Wasn't Dan's either. That's no. right. What did you pick? Uh, Rayman. Rayman. Rayman Legends. That's right. It won our collective game of the year. Yeah. Because I think I put Bioshock Infinite like second or third maybe and i hadn't played it or maybe maybe i think it was third yeah i think it had saints row four at second yeah. and then bioshock infinite but i ended actually ended up liking bioshock infinite more the second time i played it yeah 
which was strange. But oh, among the sleep. Yeah, I haven't played that yet. I'm gonna get to that one. Sorry, I'm just looking through other people's lists at this point, trying to refresh my memory. Yeah, see, a lot of my games are backlog games that I'm looking on my beaten games list. It's mostly backlog. I like Dynasty Warriors Extreme Legends a lot. Nothing wrong with that. For the PS4. Ground Zeroes, guys? No. I still haven't played it. No. I got to put that hour aside one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> it really should only take you about Actually, an hour. Uh, Dan, Dan, where I work, yeah. is a fan of that. I could see that. Yeah. I, it seems like a game he'd like. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like stealth. I don't I, really either. Ugh, it's brutal. I got to give it a try, though. Yeah. It won't take you long. <laughs> Let's see. What else is on here? Yeah. See, again, most of my most of my games that I've beaten are are backlog games. So, yeah. I don't think we've had much choice in that matter. No, but I, I really don't think you can compare anything that came out early to Dark Souls two. No. At least for me. Agreed. Um, so that's that's my game of the early year so far. Right. Well, you should play Dark Souls. I don't well, know. I don't know how I'm going to. You've got a lot of games that you need to play. <laughs> Yeah, trials, Eric. Oh, that came out this year. Nah, not good enough for like a game of the year. I don't know what kind of category I could put that in to give it an award. Like, nah, I don't know. It was good. It wasn't as good as the last one, though. Biggest disappointment? No. (laughs) Watchdogs. Infamous. It'll be Watchdogs for me. Infamous. So far. Actually, I had another game that I felt like I was pretty disappointed with, but. I can't remember what it was. No. Infamous was probably it. Mm -hmm. I forgot about Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. Already. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is pretty forgettable. Yeah, absolutely. I liked it, but I'm not going to argue that it's forgettable. Yeah. It had so much potential. Second one will be better. I think so, too. I hope there's more hacking in it. There's just not... It's just... It feels like... It feels like if, if... Saints Row, Saints Row the Third, not Saints Row Four, because Saints Row Four is like a different type of game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto and Sleeping Dogs all had a baby that's not as smart or as good looking as any of its parents. That's how I feel about Watch Dogs. <laughs> that's a great comparison, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because it's that. it's like all those games, but it's not as good than yeah. any of those games at anything. Yeah, yeah. Except me, except me, not even multiplayer. I think Grand Theft Auto Five multiplayer would be more fun. I don't know. I so. traded it in before I could play it. Right. What's it wasn't it? out yet. Yeah. When I bought it. I didn't even want to wait that long. Right. Okay. Any other thoughts, Corey? What about you? What do you What do you got? I already I, gave them to you. I know. I know your games, but do you have any other thoughts? Oh no. Okay. No, I don't think. You don't think enough. You don't think very much. No. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that. Uh, Something this fall will will really set the fire. Yeah. Uh, Destiny's looking like that game right now for me. Mm-hmm. Shadows as much of Mordor. As I enjoyed. 
Ooh, I forgot about that one. That could be awesome. It, it got a lot of love from the giant bomb crew. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. It, it was one of the it, it was one of like the surprises of E3, mm-hmm. and everyone thought it seemed a lot. It was a lot better than everyone thought it was going to be. Dan, after I don't know if it was last week or week before, you gave your list of games you're getting this mm-hmm. fall, and I was pleasantly surprised with how little I was going to be spending. And then I went and looked at all the releases of things that you're not getting that I am getting, and I was uh, like, shit, right. <laughs> It's going to be expensive. Like NHL, FIFA, I didn't yeah. even think about. Uh, yeah. There were a couple other games in there, too. Evolve. Evolve, Evolve yeah. A couple of th- stuff like that that uh, you're not as into. But there's definitely some stuff coming out. I just got to build some excitement. I'm sure once the hype gets around. You know, I actually saw something interesting talking about is marketing ruining the like excitement of video games? And I think it kind of is for me. Yeah. Like, For some of them, anyway. Yeah, there's just so much that comes out about these games anymore. There's nothing left to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why I think, you know, No Man's Sky, they're not... They're not putting it out they're there. They're not putting a lot out there. They're very cl- uh, careful and guarded with what they release. But I think that's that's part of the reason why. They don't want you to know exactly what happens in the yeah. whole game before it even comes out. Which could rub some, some people the wrong way, but I, I think that's perfect for me. Yeah, same here. That's what I'm looking for at this point. I want to go into that game and not, not have any idea. Thing. Exactly. Except for at E3, there were dinosaurs in their trailer, and right. I want to play it now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more excited about the the atmospheric space flight and being able to just fly up into space yeah. and then back down into the but planet. But the thing is, is they said that the chances of you finding a planet with those dinosaurs is, like, so slim. Slim, slim to But none. damn it, when I find it. Yeah. It's going to be the best day of all time. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna share so many PS4 screenshots <laughs> that people are going to unfollow me. Of, of cool things that you find. Just dinosaurs. Just dinosaurs. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not enough. We've talked about this. It's an untapped market, really, at this point. Not enough dinosaurs going on. Yeah. <laughs> when is a new Turok coming out? I don't know. Never. It's hopefully not when a When is the Jurassic Park game coming out? A good Jurassic Park yeah. game. I don't know. I want that. Not soon enough. I want to ride on a Bronchosaurus. There's a couple di- dinosaur games that came out for S- Steam. I don't know if they were any good or not, but probably not. But yeah, there's plenty coming out. I'm sure that that there's going to be some good stuff that challenged Dark Souls too. Yeah, but that one was really good. Yeah, it was. I'm so proud of you for beating it, Dan and Corey. Thank you. I don't think I got the medal. It's it's more the time. I think you I do. Think I I, I, I think it's the time commitment. For you, it took me forty-four hours. I think FIFA is a big problem in my life. Yeah. Well, we've threatened to break your disc in the past. I don't blame you. But you'd probably just buy another one, huh? I'd have to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you do nothing but pissing my girlfriend off, really. Right. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts, Corey? What are you looking forward to this year? I don't know. Christmas. Are you looking forward to any games, though, Corey? Is Corey Murtha looking forward to any games that are coming out? Mm. It doesn't seem like it. Not really. Yeah, that's sad. Not even uh, Dragon Age Inquisition? Yeah, Dragon Age. Was that this year? Yeah, this October. Uh, Civilization Beyond Earth? Yes. Yes. Corey is looking forward to that one. All right. Um, uh, yeah, that one. Uh, I'm just looking forward to playing more Hearthstone. <laughs> Corey, chances right now, uh, percentile of you getting a next-gen console. 
before this, this year. But yeah, I was gonna say before the end of the year. Fifty percent? Ah, it's not good enough. I need either above or below that. Uh, Don't take the political way out. Forty-five percent. Okay, he's not getting one. Oh, he's going to get one. <laughs> NHL 15 is going to come out, and he's going to get it. Dragon Age. It's a then... lot of money. Oh, my God. Bro. Well, he could get Dragon Age for a computer. He doesn't need an extra oh, console. Oh, really? Shut up Dan. about your PC. Stop it. I want... I'm trying it... to retire and move to the country, and you guys want me to spend my money I... on consoles. Not to prolong the episode, but I'll tell you what. I've always said I don't want to live in the country, but I really liked going back out to the country yesterday. You know, it's great. I like, it's I like, awesome. I like visiting. I don't know if I would want to live. I hate being a, f- a half hour from things. Yeah. Like just so I you guys something. know, you still live in the country. How dare you? Well, yeah, you're right, Corey. Not in this area, we don't. <laughs> I'm in the suburbs, not oh, the country. Corey's just suburbs big, of what? Did Corey just <laughs> big time us right now? He is. He's big league. He's us. Is he big league in us? <laughs> Yeah, but Will knows I'm right. Yeah, you're definitely right. <laughs> for sure. For this area, we don't live in the country. Oh, no, for that area. Well, absolutely. that's what I'm saying. Obviously, I know that New York City is bigger than Binghamton. That was a good point, Corey. There are many cities bigger than Binghamton, yes. Oh, my God. Can you kick Corey out of the call? Yep, Corey, you're fired. <laughs> Go back to Hearthstone, would you? All right. <laughs> Finally. All right. We'll call it an episode. What do you say? Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. We yeah, we almost got to two hours. That was my goal. So <laughs> just to almost get to sorry, two hours. Sorry about my ranting. <laughs> yeah. No, if you've made it this far. <laughs> that's fine. All right, uh, that'll do it for episode one fifty four of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.